0: Hey what's going on everybody it's the fucking Myrtle Beach Nerd here. I don't know if you can uh you know imagine what my face looks like right now but I'm smiling my ass off because today is Wednesday and you know what Wednesday means it may be hump day but it means we're closer to the weekend by two more days ladies and gentlemen we are almost there. Today is the 6th of March. And uh, I would have had a podcast out yesterday, but I fucked up during it, and I, you know, just had some, let's just chalk up to technical difficulties, it would have been out, but you have me today, so good for you, you have me, good for you guys. Uh, Anyway, I wanted to give a little quick shout out, um, actually it's kind of like an in memoriam, our first one here on the podcast, to Luke Perry, a huge part of my childhood, freaking loved him on 90210, he just recently passed away of a massive stroke at the young age of 52, I believe it was. Um, yeah, Luke, Barry fucking love the guy, man. He was awesome. He was so cool. He, he was like our generation growing up. He was, he was kind of like our James Dean, uh, you know, like the leather jacket, cool guy. Girls loved him. Fucking just really, really cool. Uh, I, I, I enjoyed him a lot. He was freaking awesome. And, uh, you know, um, he was, he was really good. He was also great in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh, he, he had a really goofy role in that one, but I mean just he didn't really do much afterwards that I paid much attention to. I think he found God or something like that. but still I mean he, he, everybody loved them, it seemed. There was never really a bad word about him. He played a complete train wreck in 90210, but doesn't mean he was like that in real life. He was actually really, really put together, I guess. but I mean, I freaking loved him. really good actor. Uh, you know, just a big part of the childhood growing up and I, and I did enjoy him a lot so, uh, rest in peace, Luke Perry, uh, just another quick one for you here, uh, Mona from Who's the Boss, um, she passed away as well, she was a lot older, obviously, she lived the full life, but, um, Who's the Boss is another part of my childhood, I loved that show growing up, that was a show that the cunt Alyssa Milano was on, um, she wasn't always a cunt, she was a cute little girl back in the day, I had a crush on her, of course, growing up, everybody did, I think, grew up to be a real bitch, but anyway, uh, Mona, she was phenomenal, she was funny as hell, always quick-witted, she was Angela's mom on the show, and, uh, She, like, hit on Tony a lot, I guess. I I think that was, like, her thing. She hit on Tony and always took his side of Rangelas, so (laughs) really liked her. Um, Who else passed away? Peter Twerk from The Monkees, some great songs. Daydream Believer. Um, They had a great show as well. Last Train to Clarksville, another song. I'm not going to name all her songs, obviously, but uh, I Want to Be Free, you know, really good stuff. Uh, Peter Tork, he passed away. Um, I think it was a heart attack. Don't quote me on that, though. I'm not sure exactly how he died, but he passed away not too long ago as well. Didn't really say anything back then because I don't really like talking about other people's deaths, especially celebrities, because they don't really mean much to you. But, you know, the ones that recently passed away, they they were people that I did enjoy while they were alive, and I was really entertained by them all, so I just wanted to say a little something. But, yeah, Peter Tork passed away. He had the bull haircut that all the little boys wore way back when. The monkeys were top of the world and famous. I enjoyed them. I'm more of a monkeys guy than a Beatles guy, obviously. Might not be the popular opinion, but hey, it's mine. So fuck you. <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it, it sucks. I mean, death is, is imminent for everybody. Just it, it just matters how you live your life, you know, because I mean, you can't take money with you. Just enjoy life while you can because it's not permanent. And uh, yeah, thank you to those three celebrities. I know you're, you're dead, but you know, I just want to put that out there. They were, they were excellent. Um, this, which is kind of going to lead us into our topic for today. The, it's going to be the danger of the net slash toxicity of it. And the reason why I kind of tied it in with the devs is because there was a thing about Luke Perry that I saw on Twitter. Uh, somebody posted a nasty meme. I kind of don't even want to repeat it. It was just some really vulgar shit about him. Um, uh, they said something about like, uh, what's what's Luke Perry's, like, uh, favorite thing about golf or some shit, and they said the stroke, which was pretty fucked up. Uh, that's probably not exactly how it went. I, I, I saw it once by accident. I stumbled upon it on Twitter, and I just saw it. It's, it's fucking disgusting. And it's not even because I, I, I was a fan of the guy, but it's like, I mean, that's just fucking wrong, man. I mean, like, the first thing you do is start cracking jokes when someone passes away, but it's like... How how would you feel if that was a family member of yours or or something like that? You know, it's just it's really fucked up that people can just be so damn heartless and insensitive. And it's I don't I guess coming from me it may sound weird because I am a heartless and insensitive guy, but I mean there are limits and there are boundaries out there. And that's why I wanted to do today's podcast about the internet is because it, it, it's different when you're in person I guess as opposed to the internet. And the reason why is because on the internet you're anonymous. All you are is an avatar a screen name and whatever persona you want to choose to be. And on Twitter, you can put any picture you want. I mean, the picture on our webpage at Myrtle Beach Nerds is 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 the logo, the little flaming angry pissed off head logo. And I can be anybody I want to be on there. Uh, you know, this podcast is about me and my wife and just how we feel about things and like what you see or what you hear is what you get. Um, not going to put our picture up on the internet anytime soon unless we hit it big and we don't need to worry about real work and real life and things like that. But I mean, that'll probably never happen, but who knows? I mean, if that were to happen, then we will not have to worry about hiding our... our, our <laughs> did I? Can I ask if anybody's a speech therapist out there? Can you fucking teach me how to talk, please? All right. Uh, back to that. our identities. Um, and the reason why we don't do editing on the show is because this, this goes into that as well. It's like we're exactly who we are. We don't hide things. We don't... We don't change things. If we if we flub a word, or we you know laugh inappropriately, or burp on the mic, or something, we're going to keep it in there because that's who we are. We're not going to edit this perfect podcast and put out this false perception of who we are. But there are people out there that do that. Um, the person that left that joke, the, their their screen name was a question mark. Uh, their, their avatar rather was a question mark. Their screen name was something random. It wasn't a real name. It was like something stupid like a quote or something. And they left that Luke Perry joke, and it was pretty fucked up. And People were upvoting it, some, some people, like the few decent ones out there were saying, you know, how good you, are. they were saying blocked, and they blocked the person and shit like that. But it's just like the fact that someone can go out there and say that is because they have this courage, and the courage is basically hiding behind a, a screen name. Whether they feel that way or not, it's still fucked up to even say or suggest, you know, something like that about, about someone you never met before. It's just screwed up. And it's because you're anonymous, you know? There's nothing to it, you're just a random screen name. It's so, so fucked up. And there's a thing called Discuss where you can leave comments as well. And you can say pretty much whatever you want to say. If you ever went to like a, um, like a ESPN.com or any one of those other websites, those like random ones like wrestling sites, things like that. If you scroll to the bottom of the article after it, it, it concludes, you basically see a bunch of names and they're all talking to each other. And that's what Discuss is. It's like a, a, a lot of uh, forums and websites use it in conjunction with their own so they can basically have people leave comments and talk about their articles and things like that. And, and that right there is pretty toxic as well. People go in there and they argue and they talk a lot of shit and depending on the nationality of the celebrity, they'll have racist jokes. There was one about the Chinese guy, um, what the hell is his name? He was from, um, from, from the hangover, uh, Ken, Ken Jeong. And people were making racist jokes about him on one of the things that he, he did. He was like releasing a comedy special on Netflix or something like that. And there's your plug, Ken Jeong. Uh, but yeah, he had some special on there and somebody said some Asian people aren't funny and go do mathematics or some shit they were talking about. And and it was just like a pile on mentality. I'm sure half the people on there didn't really feel the way, you know, that they that they were portraying themselves on there. It's just the fact that, you know, you see one person doing it, you're going to pile on. It's this whole tribal mentality that we have. And it's just, it's, it's, it's really fucked up. That's just one example of it. I mean, there's many, many more. Matter of fact, if you look at anything that says Donald Trump on there, they're going to say he's a fucking ape and he's orange and he looks like a fucking orangutan and his hair is all fucked up and all that shit. He's a, he's a fat slob. And those things may be true. But the thing is, is anytime you see anything posted by anybody, you're you're just going to get nothing but the rage and the, the anger of the Internet. It's it's perplexing and it's funny kind of, you know. It's it's like these people that are posting the things on the Internet, you kind of wish you could see them for who they are in real life. And it's, it, it's, it's kind of like when, you know, someone gets drunk and they say the truth comes out when you're drunk. I don't believe in that. I just believe that you just become more like liberal with your, with your words and not liberal, like a fucking pansy that can't take a joke. More liberal as like you, you, you just speak freely. You, you don't think, you don't have your wits about you and you're not who you are. Like if someone gets into a fight when they're drunk and they beat the crap out of their friend, it, it, those sentiments weren't always there. Those feelings weren't always around. Like they, like they don't hate that person. They just fought him because they were drunk and stupid. They weren't thinking. Someone can be a great driver. You can put fucking uh, Dale Earnhardt behind a car going 35 miles an hour, but if he's drunk, he's gonna crash that motherfucker. But when he's sober, he can drive 150 miles an hour and hit every turn perfectly, you know, and go around all the curves and shit. It's just because you're not exactly who you are. You don't have you don't have anything, you know, going for you when you're drunk. You're stupid. But with the internet, you are you're could be stone cold sober and still be that piece of shit asshole. It's not like you, you go in there and you drunk tweet all these horrible things, even though it does exist. But the fact that you're anonymous makes it, it's almost like, like, like a drunkenness. But you do have your wits about you. So that's why I think people on the internet, a lot of your true persona does come out. So if, if you go up to someone, let's say if you have like a black friend or something in real life, you're like, oh, I'm not racist, I have a black friend. But when you're home at night and after you it to your freaking porno, you're sitting or browsing the websites and you see a uh, like a like a Colin Kaepernick, let's throw him out there. He's, he's pretty hated right now. Uh, TMZ article about Colin Kaepernick at the bottom of that. You may not like him. You may go, well, fuck that N-word, you know, or wh- whatever. You, you make some you make some joke or bash him because of his nationality. But then you go hang out with your black friend the next day. It's kind of like you have that racism simmering inside of you and you're waiting for it to come out. And the time safely that you can let it out is when you're on the Internet alone at two o'clock in the morning while you have sperm all over your belly. Ah, had to get that out real quick. All right, anyway. But yeah, like, that's just one of the points I wanted to hit on, the no repercussions. Um, I think that, I mean, and this is just this really stupid idea. Now, let me have a drink of water before I say it, because it's really stupid. I mean, I think it's good, but it's hard to implement, and I'm not a genius, so I don't know how to implement this, but let me take a sip. There we go. So, yeah. Uh, The fact there's no repercussions, my idea would be for anybody who gets an internet account or, or internet service, I think you should be required to give your identification and maybe, uh, you know, um, retina scan or fucking your fingerprint or something, because there's so much weird shit that happens on the internet. And now, and, and my next point will kind of counterpoint what I'm saying here. So it's kind of like I'm arguing with myself, which I am used to because it happens every night. I can't sleep. Sometimes I have these fucking arguments with myself, I'm fucking crazy sometimes. But if, like, you were even to buy a computer, maybe they can, um, like, like, you have to register it. You have to register your computer. You have to register yourself and attach it to that computer or that Internet account or that Internet address or Wi-Fi, whatever you're getting. Any kind of service you're getting, it should be attached. When you buy a cell phone, if you go to a cell phone store, they have your Social Security numbers. They run a credit check. They got all that stuff. Your phone will have an IMEI number attached to it. Now, the IMEI number is an identifying number that's only good for that phone. There's no two numbers alike that are IMEIs. Maybe every computer can have that or every, um, I I know the uh, cellular tablets have them, but maybe like a Wi-Fi tablet. Maybe everything should have some kind of identifying number attached to it that gets attached to you. So if something goes down, like say if someone says hypothetically they want to kill somebody, it can be traced back to that person immediately. There's no hidden internet accounts or anything like that. So even if there were, let's say um, you make a Yahoo account and let's say my plan was something that happened. You make a Yahoo account, make a new email that you're going to use to send to your Taliban friends or whatever the fuck's going on. The second you make that email account, Yahoo would authenticate it with the IMEI number on the computer, which is also attached to your fingerprints, your retina scan, your driver's license, your social. So there you are. Anything that goes from that email account traces back to you. And I understand there's going to be some complications with a system like that, because what happens if you get hacked? Well, then simply you can't get hacked. You could put your fingerprint on there. You could use your eyes to open up your computer. Or, um, you know, because passwords are going to be a thing of the past because they, they can be hacked easily. But you can't really hack someone's fingerprint that I know of. You can't just, you know, do the retina, you know, whatever the fuck. You can't do that either. No. Whatever. There's got to be a better way. That's all I'm trying to get out here. I'm no genius. So I'm not going to make a billion dollars off this idea. But you heard it here first if it does happen. And I do want to cut to that damn thing. I got this thing recorded. Set the date at the top of the show. I can prove it. It was my idea first. You sold it for me. But anyway, um, I I, I really think like that would be somewhat of a step in the right direction just because there needs to be some kind of accountability. If someone's up there looking at pictures of child porn and then like that child disappears or if they're writing notes about how how to blow up a building or they're saying they're going to go shoot a school up with a phony Facebook account or some shit and then the cops can't find the person because it's under fucking John Doe at some static IP address that someone created that doesn't go to their house. There needs to be something, some system in place to catch these people. Now, my next point is going to kind of counteract that. So it makes it sound like it's not much of a good idea. Because right now there is already too much of ourselves on the Internet. So, I mean, I'm trying to give more, but then I'm also saying there's, there's too much of us on there. Which, which is something that I wanted to touch on, too. We're giving way too much information to companies like Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, and all those other ones out there. MySpace back then. Uh, there was just way too much out there and people, they, um, they complain a lot about robocalls, calls and I was too. And so I did a little research into it. If a friend of yours is in, like, has your phone number in their phone and they go to their Facebook page and Facebook, the app says, Hey, do you want to give access to your contacts? And they say, yes, guess what? Your number is now in Facebook's database. It may not be you giving permission, but if someone else does, it has your phone number. Guess what? You're fucked. You're going right to their database. I didn't know about that until now, and that sucks because it's like Facebook's really shady, and they have too much, unbeknownst to us. So there's got to be a way to protect your information. I don't know if that's something they're ever going to implement or something they even can implement because it's like you you could type in your name. Take your first name, middle name, last name. Type in your name in Google right now, and one of those websites, reverse lookup sites, will probably pull you up. It might have a bunch of people with your name because guess what? Your name is probably not unique. Um... And it'll show, and it'll show, like, your age, it'll say, like, um, your name is Peter Parker. You're 45 years old, and you live in Westbury, Massachusetts. It'll show up on there, and a lot of things will be blanked out, and you got to put a credit card on there, and then it'll give you, like, all the information, and phone numbers, and aliases, and relatives, and shit like that. And it's like, you never put that up there, it's just there, you know? There, You should be able to have a choice if you want yourself to be out on the internet, unless you did something fucked up. If you get locked up, guess what? That's public record. You, You go there. But like a person like, you know, uh, me, who's never really been in any kind of trouble or anything like that in life, I shouldn't have my information out there unless I choose to put it out there. Um, Some people, they put all their information on Facebook, which is hilarious. I think it's funny when celebrities have a Twitter account and they'll say, all right, I'm going to be at this, uh, the Taj Mahal on this date. So it's like, why would you even do that unless it's a public appearance? Some people post that they're eating dinner somewhere. So it's like, all right, if I'm your next door neighbor and I have cruel intentions and I have your Twitter account, and you post that you and your family are going to Disneyland, guess what? You just set yourself up to get robbed because that's what some people out there think, unfortunately. I think we're just putting too much of ourselves out there. It's just fucking ridiculous. We've got to kind of dial it back a little bit and use more common sense. The Internet's a great tool when it's used for you know, like things like GPS and stuff like that. I, I like apps. I'm more of an app person. I think apps that utilize the Internet for what it is, a tool, and use it correctly make life easier. They make it better. You know, who doesn't love GPS? I don't know where the fuck I'm even going anymore. I can only barely make it to my fucking mailbox from my house out of goddamn GPS. Only because it makes just it just makes things better. If there's an accident, Siri will say, and he, now you know he's an iPhone. So Siri will say, uh, you know, there's an accident. Make this route, you'll still get there in the same time or maybe a minute faster or shorter, whatever. I love that. You know, video games make the world better, too. I mean, I think everyone should play video games. It it, it it's a way to safely live out your wildest fantasies. In, in a world where it's safe and secure as long as you leave your microphone off because people are fucking assholes and toxic on the internet and on the stupid chats and shit like that if you say something in the chat or if you kill somebody in the chat they're they're all, already thinking of like a thousand insults to freaking throw at you playing call of duty there's a bunch of crybabies and screamers and people just cussing us out and shit it's like all right that's why we stop playing uh, DC Universe is another one, toxic community, highly toxic, but when you find a good group, I mean, it makes it all kind of go away a little bit, but that's rare, but yeah, where the fuck was I again, you see my fucking head, it just goes somewhere else, man, I hate that shit, I wish I can fucking change it, I might need some motherfucking Adderall or something, slow me the fuck down, but yeah, it's, it's like, it's like, yeah, you really put yourself out there, um, I, my mother gripes with it as well, it's just, it's just, yeah, um, uh, let, let me just get into this one too. Uh, it's very damaging the relationships. Uh, place I used to work at, the, um, it was like a technology company, and what would happen was people would come in and need help with like Facebook accounts and shit like that, you know. And we weren't, we, we weren't like a Facebook place, obviously, but you know we, we we did service computers and we would help people out with passwords and shit like that, help them, show them how to reset things, how to use things. And um, I, like, I remember one specific story. A wife came in with their with their Husband's phone and was asking for help. We couldn't help her with that, obviously. So she had the computer. The computer was unlocked. It was all right, cool. We can help you with this. And then um, this is this is going back like a decade. It was a fucking long time ago. It was like a flip phone the guy had. He was trying to she was trying to get like the numbers in there, but he had like a lock on it or some shit. But anyway, she brings in the computer. Um, the Facebook account was like locked, and she was trying to reset the password. And she. She sent, the, like, a reset to the email account that was on there. And the email, the guy left, log in. So she got into the email, she changes the password, gets in there. And she's screwing around. You know, a couple minutes passed by. I think I went and grabbed the soda and went to the bathroom and came back. She's still screwing around with the computer. And I go back, and I'm like, do you need any more help? Or are you good to go? She didn't say anything. It's, like, dead quiet. And, uh, you're all right? You're all right? She puts your hand over her mouth. starts crying. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with this bitch? And apparently the guy was been talking to some girl that he, he was with like years ago, like fucking middle school days, I guess they went back to and they were talking about meeting up that weekend. And yeah, they reconnected over Facebook and the messages were going back like a couple of months or whatever. Um, don't remember exactly how long because it's I mean, it's been a fucking long time ago. I can barely remember the fuck I said five minutes ago. But, um, but yeah, she was, and, and then that's when people open up, they tell you their whole life story and I wasn't really too interested, but she was just going on and on and she's like, oh yeah, you know, this is the one that got away, I guess, you know, and she was pissed off about it. And that's not the first time I've seen that. I mean, I, I've seen it a few times where people, they get on that and what they do is they, they rekindle old relationships because the second you put your name on Facebook, you're, your people are trying to find you from high school and people are just looking around and the algorithm they have set up is like, if I'm friends with you or, or how about this, if, if A's friends with B and B is friends with C, and D has an interest in A, and adds A, and A accepts, then D is also gonna find B and C by default, because they're gonna be suggestive friends, because they're all from the same area. And they reconnect, and maybe D used to date C back in the day, and then you know, C accepts the ad, and then C and D are talking, but D's married to E, and C's married to F, and then C and D get together, and E and F are fucking screwed, because they were married to these people forever, have no connection to A, B, C, or A and B, whatever the fuck. i lost myself with this whole fucking thing. If you can fucking, if you can figure out what the fuck I'm trying to say, please email us at MyrtleBeachNerds with an S at gmail.com and tell me what the fuck is going on because I'm lost. Man, I should have some weed right now. Holy shit. But you get the point. Uh, it, it's, it's like you, you find this person, you used to know, and then they would suggest their friends, and then you find them, and then, oh, look, there's Lori, the girl I used to bang in seventh grade. Hey, Lori, how you doing? And Lori's like, hey, how are you doing, Dave? And then Lori and Dave were talking about old times, and those feelings just come back because they're buried deep inside you. You may have forgotten them, but once, once Dave saw Lori, remembered how she looked back then, and Lori remembered Dave back when Dave had his fucking hair. They get they get together, and then Dave and Lori's fucking now having an affair, you know, based off of those old feelings. And their wives and kids and families are screwed. I've seen that a lot, man. With that shit, you know, it's just people just don't know how to just let the past be the past, and Facebook brings the past back, and it fucks everything up. It's really damaging the relationships, ruins families, tears them apart, man. It, it also makes it easier to organize too. Like an organization, I mean, like Antifa, the fucking hate group Antifa. What they do is they they organize all the attacks. Like if if, if there's a if there's a fucking uh, rally going on somewhere that Antifa doesn't agree with, they're going to organize online and go attack these motherfuckers. They show up there with, like, bats and shit and fucking brass knucks, fucking uh, balatavs. They want to go out there and beat the shit out of people. And guess who sees that on Twitter? The Proud Boys, another hate group that fucking hates Antifa. So they'll show up there to beat the shit out of Antifa. And it's like all these gangs are organizing online. It's like they're snitching on themselves. I thought that was rule number one of being in a gang is you don't snitch. It looks like they're snitching on each other. It's ridiculous. And, and and those are just two examples. There's a lot of gangs that organize online. They have, like, groups and gangs and all this other shit, and they're organizing these hate group fucking events. The KKK had one at one point, and they go on there, and they talk about, you know, we hate this, we hate that, and they gain more members that way. And it's like, you know, and, and that's social media. That's fucking Twitter. That's Facebook. Private groups that they invite people to. Stormfront had one at one point, and they're another hate group. It's like you're making it easier for these people to organize and recruit. It's like this isn't the fucking military where guys would knock on your door and ask if you wanted to join the army way back in the day. This is like right from the fucking comfort of your own home. You could be eating cereal recruiting people at a fucking Ku Klux Klan. It's so fucking crazy. it brings all these people closer together. It's just nuts. Now, the thing about this is like, and I'm also going to lump this in there too. It's rising conspiracy theorists, like flat earth congregators, UFO conspiracists. Just a bunch of dumb, dumb fucking people finding each other, just like the racists out there, and they're fucking and, and the Antifa people. It's like you got these groups of little fucking tribes of fucking assholes. They're all finding each other, and people that should never fucking meet—that's why they're fucking born across the fucking country from each other—are now meeting. Some asshole believes in flat Earth, convinces some other asshole the Earth is flat, and now you got two assholes, and they spread their assholes, and then before you know it, all these friends are getting all their fucking people together. And then, and it's like these ideologies from the West Coast hitting the East Coast are now one, and it's like the only reason why they're talking is because of the damn internet. You know, it's not like an old fucking man. It's like an old man right now. Get off my lawn, you fucking internet, you guys in this rock and roll music and Elvis dancing and shit. You know, it's just nuts. I, I, I just, I just don't understand it. You know, maybe the internet should be regionalized, like. uh if you have internet in New Jersey, you can't talk to somebody with internet in fucking Oklahoma, you know, because you're just going to fuck up how things are there. It, it, it's like South Carolina where I live. Really nice, well-mannered people, you know, for the most part, you know, good country, uh, good country philosophies and shit. You know, you, 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 go out to eat, people will feed you, you know, you, you go to someone's family barbecue, you're treated like, remember the family you eat the most, you get treated like a king. You got these assholes from New York that moved down here, and they're fucking fast-living lifestyles, and they bring down their beliefs and think we should change our ways down here, you know? And I'm like we now. I've only been here for four years, but I'm already one of these country folk, you know? I, I embrace their lifestyle. When, when you move to someone else's, else's territory, you embrace their life. That's bottom line here, folks. You embrace their life. You don't try to change them and make them your own. This isn't fucking Christopher Columbus taking over the fucking Indian's land, you know? Jesus. Where the fuck was I again? I'm fucking doing this shit all over again. Fucking going all over the motherfucking place. But yeah, that, that it just makes it easier to organize for dumbasses to find each other. That's where I was. And um, speaking of assholes, you got the president out there fucking giving away all these plans on fucking Twitter. He's, he's, I, I think he's way too transparent. And he's using the internet uh, in a good way. Because transparency is good. But I think the president is giving away way too fucking much. I think he needs to stop talking so much about what the fuck we're doing. Because if, he, if he's sitting threatening Kim Jong-un, the, uh, the crazy bastard, on the internet, Kim Jong-un has the internet too. He, he can see what the fuck the president's saying on Twitter. Some things are better left said in the fucking private office, you know? I'm not going to post on Twitter that I hate my fucking boss's 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 boss, and not expect for them to see it and fire my ass. Or, or like, I'm not going to sit there and post, like, hey, I'm going to fuck this guy up across the street on the internet, and then I expect the guy across the street to attack me when I leave the house. Basically, Donald Trump needs to shut the fuck up before we start getting bombed by all these goddamn countries, you know? I love his gusto. Um, I I don't hate him. I mean, I don't think he's the best president, but he's not the worst that we've ever had. But he just needs to stop talking about certain shit on the Internet. I'm sure there's a guy there who should look over his shoulder saying, hey, you shouldn't do that. Maybe you should listen to that guy once in a while. It's like the angel on one side, the devil on the other. Sometimes you need to listen to that angel, all right? Uh, What else did I not touch on here? Oh, yeah. So uh, people trashing each other on message boards, social media, uh, that leading to suicide in a lot of cases. There are a lot of girls, uh, teenage girls and boys, gays and stuff like that. Um, They get bullied for whatever their sexual preference, orientation, nationality, credence, or anything like that is. And and, and it's sad because kids shouldn't be subjected to that kind of shit because they're subjected to it at school enough because kids are assholes and are very cruel. They don't need to deal with that shit on the Internet, too. And if someone's got a Facebook page and they say, hey, Kelly's a slut, she kissed Brandon behind the bleachers at at the dance, you know, and that gets multiplied by a thousand because you got everyone in school seeing it and other schools and they're piling on this poor girl, Kelly, because of what she did with Brandon. And before you know it, she's slitting her wrist or hanging upside down in her fucking closet waiting for her parents to find her because being bullied on the Internet. And, you know, that could also lead to other things, too. I mean, those Columbine kids, you know, I'm sure like they were bullied as well just imagine if the internet was really prevalent back then, you know, and it could have happened sooner. It could have been more, um, you know, with the influence that's out there now. I mean, like back then, all we really had was like really shitty internet. And we had, a, it was like really shitty internet and like where people didn't really talk as much or have, be a, as connected as we are now. I mean, we got our phones in our pockets. We got way more than we had back then with one cell phone, you know, but, um, like back then, when all we really had was the news. So you see the news in Columbine. I remember like kids would change their outfits and they would start wearing the trench coats and shit. And then you had to worry, worry about them wearing all black. It was like that back then. But if the internet was around, it probably could have been tenfold. I mean, we might have had more copycats and shit like that. If people were talking to each other as often as they are now, maybe it would have been worse. Who knows? Um, so yeah, I mean, you got you also run that risk as well. People killing themselves off the internet. Kids are very suggestive. Like that Momo challenge, that piece of shit that should be murdered for fucking putting that shit out there. Um, Telling because they should kill their parents in their sleep and shit like that. It's just, it's so wrong and something needs to happen about that too. And that's why I think some people should be identified or not. Everybody should be identified before they put something on the internet because we could have found that person a lot sooner. Put an end to it. Um, I just think that right now with the internet being out there, it's like it's easier to highlight all the negative things out there. And I know I'm coming off as pretty negative about the internet. But um, I think we were better off when we had the hoods over our heads, so to speak. Before we had all this shit, we were all connected. And it's ironic because I'm speaking to everybody over the internet right now, and I'm connected to all of you. But it's not the same because, I mean, there's really no, like, correlation to, like, I'm not telling anybody to do anything. I'm not suggesting you guys do something. I'm just kind of highlighting how I feel about things. So it's just me, basically. This is, like, my diary, my open diary for all of you to listen to and read or react to, hopefully. But um, life was just much simpler. We didn't talk to each other. It it really was. I mean, people didn't know what was going on down the road, you know, unless they talked to their neighbors. And it's like now our neighbors are everywhere. They're everywhere. We know everything at all times. I mean, I, I, I can type in what's going on in Manhattan right now and I can find out everything that's happening in Manhattan. Who got arrested? Who got shot? Who did this? Who did that? What the traffic's like there? And I'm fucking hours and hours away. It's, it's just nuts. You know, like We have so much information at all given times, and we're just so connected right now. It, it makes things, good and bad, a lot easier. You, you know, it's just, I, I don't know. It's just fucking crazy. And I think this is also leading to the rise of racism, um, people policing each other. It's forcing some sort of weird political correctness in the world where we have to abide by these fucking rules that head dickhead created. We can't. We can insinuate that we don't like the fact that transgender men are beating the shit out of women in MMA matches that are beating them at races and setting all the world women's records when they're not biologically a woman. That's a fucking thing where if you say that on Twitter, you get banned immediately because it's an unpopular opinion to have because their bread is buttered by the liberals apparently, the, the Democrats. I don't want to turn this into a political thing, but let's you know what? Let me erase the word Democrat from that. Just the bleeding hearts out there, the fucking progressives, the idiots. The ones out there that try to tell you what you can and can't do. That is also based off the rise of the internet. People trying to tell you how to live your life and how you should feel and all that shit. Those kinds of people really piss me off. I fucking can't stand them. Uh, I i mean, it, it's, just, it's just so fucked up. I mean, everyone does have a voice, that's true. But most of you shouldn't be heard, in all honesty. Um, the ones out there trying to tell people what to do in life. It's just like, fuck you and go fucking fuck yourself with the horse that you rode in here on you asshole. Don't tell people how to live their lives. That's the worst fucking way to be. Um, yeah, I, I don't know, man. It's just, the, the the internet is just fucking ridiculous. I mean, and, and most of it's just girls showing their fucking tits and asses anyway for fucking likes on a fucking uh, internet page, you know? Their Facebook is them fucking with like, their face and their fucking huge tits fucking all over the place and doing that fucking ass wobble move, whatever the fuck they do. And then you also got the men out there trying to fuck everything and doing it. So it's just like, I don't know. Uh, I I guess that's the tame part of the internet, it's not as bad as the fucking crazy shit like the religion, uh, the cults and the tribes and you can't do this, you can't do that, fuck you, fuck you, that kind of shit, you know. I don't know guys, I kind of hope you're listening to this one, I I hope you enjoyed listening to this one because uh, this is something I did not want to just kind of get off my chest a little bit, I just want to you know, just vent a little, Uh, this podcast came out a little bit late so I do apologize for that, kind of wanted to throw this one out there for you guys real quick. Uh, this week me and the wife still haven't really decided what we're going to talk about yet I think we're going to talk about sitcoms, but that is subject to change We might just get on there and just bullshit with each other. We haven't really figured it out yet This has been a weird week Um, a lot of things on the mind. I actually got a promotion at work. So, um, i'm still trying to digest that Uh, it's one of those things where I didn't expect it I knew I could do it and get it. But now that it's here. I just don't know how to react and I mean i'm happy It's just one of those things where I I I just I don't know. I'm like blah you know, whatever. But, um yeah, you guys can find me at Twitter at MyrtleBeachNerd, uh, Gmail at MyrtleBeachNerds, with an S, at gmail.com. The Facebook page, you just search for Myrtle Beach Nerds Podcast, and it'll be there. Uh, a lot of activity there, still some weird shit going on, but a lot of likes, so I appreciate that. Uh, as of this posting, we have hit over 5,000 uh, downloads, so I appreciate that as well. And we're on our way to 150 comments, five stars. We appreciate that as well. If you guys can please keep up the good work and spread the word. Um, Yeah, it would just just mean the world to us. Um, We'll be talking to you guys soon, okay? Next podcast will be on Friday. Hope you guys enjoyed this one. Thank you, and good night.